0: everyone and welcome to a new episode of Splatsportation Book Club where I take a positive look at the nasty and extreme but on podcast format I do it with a guest and normally anyone from the extreme horror community and this week with me I have Eve Louise Fell. Welcome to the show Eve.
1: Hi everybody.
0: <laughs> um, so before I give Eve a chance to properly introduce herself uh, I'm just going to go over what the show is quickly as we're still quite new here. Um, so basically each week I ask a member of the community to come on the show. It can be an author, a reader, a editor, a cover artist, a publisher, anyone who basically loves extreme horror and splatterpunk. And I ask them to talk about a book that they really enjoy. So nothing they hate, just stuff that they love. And yeah, it can't be one of their own books if they're an author and it can't be a massive, huge book because I just don't have the time to read it. Um, but other than that, it can be anything that we chat about and share all the stuff we like about it. Um, So yeah, that's the basic format of the show. And hopefully I'll have a nice range of guests going forward. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: So yeah, again, like, welcome to the show, Eve. It's really nice to see you.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be on here. Sorry, guys, my cats are acting (laughs) crazy today.
0: I think (laughs) everyone quite likes cats, so I think you'll be fine. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Before we uh, uh, get started with it all then, if I um, give you a chance just to introduce yourself and tell everyone about your new book coming out. Which, by the way, I did read earlier.
1: Did you? How did you did like it? You know?
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it, yeah. i okay. I filmed a video for it, but that's Ooh! coming
1: out. All.
0: Probably that's... at a later date, depending when this airs, actually. My timeline's almost right. up at the moment, so it might have already come out. It might not have by the time this airs. Who
2: knows?
1: Of course. <laughs> well um my name is Eve like he said um I have always enjoyed horror and whatnot as far as like movies go um growing up and maybe it wasn't appropriate who knows but my mom like let me watch the gory of the gory like when I was like a kid um so I mean she even i like I said it's I think it was a different time back then. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like my daughter doesn't get a peek or two at like the <laughs> movies in the background, but um, we usually try to like not watch too, like, like you know, too inappropriate in front of her. Um, but so my love for horror started very early on. Um, like I, my mom told me that I think when I was, like, four, my favorite movie at the time was Night of the Living Dead, like, the OG. <laughs> nice. And she would, like, if I couldn't sleep or something, I guess that I would, like, go downstairs and literally just watch it in the dark. Like, you tell me what normal four-year-old does that. I don't know, but...
0: You're like, the want- <laughs> Tank. I want to watch the
2: zombies. <laughs> um,
1: Yeah, so... But... And then my grandma... She, um, she is a, was, sorry, uh, she was a huge Stephen King fan. She had, like, almost all of his books. So, when she did pass away, she handed them all down to me. Um, and of course, like, you know, he's the, they say the OG of, like, horror. As far as, like, not extreme, obviously. Um, I do like some of his books, but some of them, I think, Drag on a bit, like, (laughs) like I he gets too much into like the um, the details of things. Like in Misery, when he was like looking up at the ceiling and he, you know, he just drowned on and on about like what was going on in his head, which is fine. Like I get that he's alone in the room, but like my ADHD, I was like I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't. So the one thing I do really like about like the extreme horror is not just the content. It's the fact that I feel like a lot of the books that I read are short and sweet, like they're Mm -hmm. not 800 pages long, you know, so I can just kind of go through them and kind of see what they're about without having to get 400 pages in. And, you know, that's not all authors as far as like regular horror that do have 800 pages books. I'm just saying, you know, as far as the extreme horror, that's what I really enjoy. Um. But as far as my book, um, so I never really was gon- going to write a book. Um, I knew that I wanted to, but I was always just kind of more, like, nervous to do so. Um, but I remember, like, my-, my grandma passed away in 2019. And before she passed away, we had a talk about it, and she was like, I really think you should Like, you should write a book, especially um, the type of dreams that you have, which I feel like maybe some horror authors are the same way. Like, they write down their dreams, and that's kind of essentially, like, where their thoughts or whatever came from. Um, But I started writing down my dreams pretty early on just because my grandma was like, those are, like, movie and book worthy like write them down, and I—I I mean, I didn't write every single one now but I did write the ones down that seemed like other people would enjoy them as well. Um, so dolls was actually a dream that I had. Um, I mean, as far as like the ending, no, uh, um, you know, that kind of I had to cook up on my own. But the premise of it, of like the girls getting kidnapped at the bar and um getting brought into like this crazy. <laughs> death trap of a maze that was like my dream so that i just think that's kind of neat that like i actually like finally did it and put it into a book and i do think that it's thanks to her you know so like i did dedicate the book to her um i also in the dedication put um renee berry um i'm not sure i know a lot of people are familiar with her within the community and some aren't um she kind of stays behind the scenes but i met her in books of horror on facebook and i don't remember what book they were talking about but they were talking about it was hardcore and i like in the comments was like it is what like i don't (laughs) think it was and renee commented underneath and she was like you know have you ever read like real extreme horror and I was like maybe not I was like but maybe I need to get into it because the fact that they think this book is like extreme horror I was like no way so that's when she brought me into the splatterpunk group <laughs> and my first book in the splatterpunk genre was the slob
2: Nice from Aaron Very good
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I got a hell of an introduction I'll just yeah. say that <laughs> But it was good i mean i liked it it was very um surprisingly i mean i i was eating while i was reading it i mean so it you know that just tells you i really it does not bother me to like doesn't make me gag or anything like that you know because his books are definitely shockworthy, i believe so
0: i was gonna say were you still eating during the uh vacuum cleaning scene
1: yeah I w- that's when I was eating <laughs> I was eating ramen noodles I'm
0: not going to
2: lie
1: during that scene um it just I I'll tell you what I was just like I was more shocked that like cuz I guess I I think it was set like more so like a little bit backer back in the day more so yeah. than like in the present because nowadays ain't no way no woman's going to some man's <laughs> door the way that she- you know he explained him when he opened the door I was like I wouldn't set foot in there I'd be like you know what you have a good day I'll see you later because no thanks (laughs) (laughs) but no overall that's kind of that's the book that got me hooked into the community and like after that I was off as far Mm -hmm. as like reading anything that I could get my hands on and then I ended up buying a Kindle after like buying so many paperbacks because like I already have two bookcases full of books. Like I can't add, you know, I think for me, it'll be more like the books I really enjoyed reading on Kindle. I may buy in paperback just to have, because I do reread books that I enjoy. So
0: It's amazing how just like one of the books just gets you going in this genre, isn't it? Like I read Depraved first and that was only a year ago, maybe. (laughs) I think I've read like 200 or something now. It's just like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sticks the one and you're like, fuck me, this exists. Like these Right. Why didn't I know about this genre? Like
1: Well, that's why I said I think I'm I'm like I I don't even know. I think I'm like one one oh five in as far as like extreme books now, just because like it wasn't even like um it didn't just like pull me in. I feel like the slob kind of was like, push me in. It was like, here you go, mm. have fun. So then, like, after that, I think, what was my second book that I read that was in the genre? I think it was, it may have been one of Ash's books. Um, I'm looking at my Goodreads right now, so if you see me looking down, that's why. <laughs> I'm just going right back. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so that's why I said I started out with the slob. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. that's right. So I started out with the slob and after that, my very second book that was in the extreme horror was The Groomer from John Anthon. Only because people in books of horror were like destroying it. And I was like, no, like I've got to see, you know, I want to see her myself, like what everybody's like complaining about, you know. I
0: still haven't read that one. I finally got around to reading um, Dead Inside from Chanda and I've read Womb from Duncan, but I feel like I need to read The Groomer just to kind of complete the set of the one everyone always moans yeah. about.
1: <laughs> I mean, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, like, as far as John Anthony goes, like, I love his writing. Just so I enjoy in the extreme horror, like I enjoy the gr- the gore. Obviously, we all enjoy the gore. Um, but I also really enjoy, like, when there's a nice story that goes along with it. Like, there's good character development, because that's what really hooks me, right? And John yeah. Anthony is really good at, like, incorporating the gore and the extremity and everything into, like, a good story that, like, hooks you. Like, not only are you there for the gore, but you need to know how this ends. Yeah, um, I read
0: um, Sick not too long ago, and... I haven't really read cool that story. one
1: yet, but everybody's told me about it.
0: Yeah, it's good. And Night of the Prowler, I've read, and Okay. A couple of his short stories in the um Beyond Reform. And yeah, I've really enjoyed everything I've read of his so far.
1: See, and I've read The Groomer, Um, Into the Wolves Den, which Into the Wolves Den is my by far my favorite book by him. Um
0: my Kindle keeps trying to sell me that one. Every time I had the Kindle so, on that's the ad for her.
1: You should do it. Um <laughs> As far as between the groomer and um that one I do enjoy Into the Wolves Den a little bit more. Um, not because the groomer was not bad. Uh, Into the Wolves Den is more so like both of them are like parents on a revenge, you know, they both are wanting to get revenge for their children. Um just one is just very like Into the Wolves Den is more so um based around like a I can't even I don't want to say too much if you haven't read it but it's like more so like a ring and then the groomers more so just like snuff films you know so they are a little bit different in like what's going on as far as like inside the dark part of the book um and into the wolves and I will say I liked the dad and that one more than I liked the dad and the groomer because he was like just balls to the wall (laughs) like the the dad and the groomer was too but this guy was like you got me fucked up if you think i'm gonna stop until i find my babies you know (laughs) um and i mean i also read the president's son by him um so the president's son like if if you like like politics in your book books you'll like it but if you don't like politics in your like horror books don't you're not gonna like it um, it's obviously about the president's son, you know,
2: yeah,
1: and how just <laughs> it's one of it's so out of the three that I've read, that one's the more, um, more gory and like extreme than the other two, as far mm-hmm. as like the content and what happens in it. But I mean, it was still good, and it's one of his longer ones as well, so it's not like mm-hmm. a quick read.
0: You definitely had a good introduction into extreme horror then. If you but I went yeah. for Aaron Beauregard and John Anthem to start with.
1: And then Rain Havoc and Ash Eric Moore were my other two.
0: Yeah. I read, um, um uh, what was it, Malefic, which is both of them. I've read I
1: one. have not read that one yet, but I had Ash send me a signed copy. Nice. Um, yeah. Of him, him and her had both signed it because, yeah. I I needed it, because I am a big uh. I listen, like I like the gore and I like the blood and stuff, but I also like the sex. I'm not going to lie to you. So like, when you have all of it mashed together, it's like the perfect book for me. You know, well,
0: Malefic was like ninety percent sex, ten percent gore.
1: That's what he told me. He yeah. was like, because I it was really funny actually. So like Ash, um. He's also in my dedication to my book. Um, he has been like a good mentor for me as far as just like being really helpful. Um, when we I I feel like the very first time I messaged him, it was just like complimenting him on um Brute, which was mm. my first book by him.
0: Brute's
2: um, good. I enjoyed Brute.
1: I yes, I really enjoyed Brute. Um <laughs> And then I think Jane Doe was my second um, and then cadavers. So it's like, after I complimented him on the book, somehow we just kind of like hit it off. Um, And he was asking me like, oh, are you, didn't I see somewhere that you're trying to write a book or you are writing a book? And I was like, yeah, I am. And um, ever since then, he's just kind of been like, he's read it and seen, you know, from the very beginning. So he was kind of just like he's helped me formatted it and just been nothing but sweet as That's far good. as like, yeah, so I would call him like my mentor as far as like my introduction to writing within the extreme community, um so I appreciate him for like everything he's done for me. Um, he's
0: designed um two of my covers, so I was really, very talented, yeah. yeah. Yeah, See, not for children, and blood-soaked wrestling are both his designs. So.
1: And that's that's what I said. I, he's he's a man of many many talents because it's yeah. like he does the covers, he can edit, he can format, he's a graphic designer as far as all around. And I mean, yeah, he's he's the one-trick pony, is what they, or is that not what they say?
2: Yeah, no, either way, what say, yeah. yeah. That's why so, his books
0: getting uh, red today.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean. That's the good thing, too, is like as much as he I feel like he releases books because that's the one thing everybody talks about is that he releases books every other day. They joke about, you know, in the community, but like they're all good, you know, like I don't feel like as much as he writes, they don't lose. Like, you know, because I'm i sure where we're both new. Well, you're you're more experienced than me, obviously, but like where we're both newer in the community as far as writing you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about like the burnout and,
2: hmm.
1: you know, I don't, I don't even want to think about that, you know, cause I don't, I don't usually get burned out when it's something that I like truly love, you know? So I'm not too worried about that. Um, and then I was going to say, I think my other introduction was, so before Ash and, um, Rain, I was reading, Billy Silver and Talia by Daniel J. Volpe.
2: Hmm.
1: So, those yeah, I were... Yeah,
0: um, I read Billy Silver really early on. And that was an uh-huh. amazing book.
1: It's a really good book. And hmm. I told I told him that, um, and now I'm drawing a blank, but the the creepy guy in the book, Sally, Sally he needs his own backstory. I was like, hmm. I told Daniel, I was like, he needs his own backstory. Write his own backstory, because we want to know how Talia... Sally got so weird. Like, why? Where did he come from? Why did he come to that point that he's like, he likes him dead and cold, and you know, wants <laughs> to eat him while he's doing what he's doing? I was just like, like I, I think it was in. Have you read Talia?
0: Yeah, I've read Talia. Yeah, I read I both like, of them now, actually. So. I
1: was gonna say, I think it was in that one where they like when he went into like the um, uh, what do they call those things? The big metal bin with the bodies. I think it was in Talia that they like explained how he sounded when he was in there with them. And was it Talia? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it just sounded like an animal, like (laughs) eating his prey. So I just, as weird and creepy as he is, like if he wrote a book just solely around him, I would snatch it up
2: in a heartbeat.
0: I think it's possible. Like Talia's turned up in a couple of different books. Billy Uh Silver's been mentioned in different books. Yeah. It was a sequel to um, Gift of Gift of Death, was it? What was it called? But yeah, like, you know, so there seems to be some kind of
1: right. Daniel
0: Volpe universe going on. So yeah. you might get it.
1: <laughs> if he does, I, like I said, I'll be the first. <laughs> um, and then I think, see, I went from, yeah, I went from Aaron to John to Chandler to Daniel to you. I read Abby. <laughs> And then Patrick, and listen, I read Hog, and I feel like I know a lot of people, like, recommend it to, like, the newcomers when they want something, like, just the most disgusting. Yeah. And it is gross, but, like, it is the most boring book I've ever read in my life.
0: I like, read that one yet.
1: Don't do it. I don't even, <laughs> you know, like, and I hate to even say that, but, like, I just, it was awful. Like. I guess the guy that wrote it, the Samuel R. Delaney, I think he was like mainly a sci-fi writer. Right. So, so the fact that he even reached out to try to do like extreme horror because I don't even know what you would qualify it. It's just like a book that's literally full of pet, It's book full of pedophilia and uh, rape, and they murder a couple people. So it's just like it. it it, like the content is the same as what we read every day in these books but i think the way it was written it was just awful to me i don't know and some people may disagree and that's fine i just i couldn't get down with it (laughs) i don't know i couldn't
0: it happens though i I see books i absolutely love and you see them with like loads of one-star reviews and the other side but everyone's got their own taste right
1: oh and then i read zola by d mccluskey and that yeah. was interesting did you read so, that, that one yet
0: yeah i've read um yeah i read zola and special stuff i loved both
2: of them right
1: yeah i told oh, yeah. I, after i read zola i was like i'm not eating cheesesteaks for a while especially at yeah. someone's like house like i'm not um, doing it
0: and never eat the gordon cakes
1: no never ever ever <laughs> ever and then i also was i read i read Raised by a Killer, the first book by C. Cumminsar, I think is how you say her last name. I do not want to destroy her last name, but I
0: um, haven't read any of her work yet. I've got um, the serial killer ones where like it yes. goes up in the age. I've got yeah, that that's the first somewhere. one I read. Yeah, read I haven't it. read any of it. Yeah, it's quite read high it. from on my list actually. It's not far off happening. So
1: it's good. Um, I I plan on finishing like the whole series, but as you know, I'm sure your TBR just gets out of control.
2: you know so and
0: i mean within this community within like extreme horror like everyone releases books so quickly
2: they they all release a few
0: a year like barring like one or two people that might release one or two everyone else is a good three four five a year some of them do that in a month somehow but you know it's plenty coming out all the time so that list never gets shorter yeah yeah
2: so
0: yeah before we um before we talk about cadavers in a bit more depth, um on the show I always like to kind of ask if someone wants to do a sixty second or under short. Okay. Um, so you've got one ready, yeah?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Cool. So hopefully at the end of the year, maybe I'm gonna try and put them all together and put a book together with them all and release them. A little photo bombing in the back there. <laughs> um so yeah, hopefully we'll have a nice range of them. So When you're ready, have a read of yours.
1: Let me pull it up.
0: (laughs) We'll just watch the kitty in the background for the moment.
1: Hey. (laughs) That's Donut. So I didn't name the short story, but... So it's just a short story. (laughs) Slurping, gurgling, moaning, and gasping for air is something I hear sometimes. Most time, I write it off as a dream. Tonight, I need to know what it is. At first, I thought maybe my parents were having some adult time, but the more I listen to it, the more ominous it sounds. I creep out of my room and head down the stairs. As I do, the noises become louder and start to echo throughout the downstairs. I feel a chill run up my spine as the sounds enter my eardrums at an alarming frequency. I make my way through the living room towards the kitchen where the sounds seem to be coming from. As I round the corner, I peek around it and see no one is in the kitchen. Splat! I nearly jump out of my skin. I hear a sick, sucking, and gurgling noise coming from the garage. I walk to the butcher block and grab a knife ready to fight if it's an intruder. I stand at the garage door trying not to gag at the noises I hear coming from behind it. I put my hand on the doorknob and gather my courage up. I hear the gasping noise again and decide this is the moment. I push open the door and the horror and carnage I see are something only seen in movies. My mother is standing over a man slurping at a gaping wound in his neck with an elongated tongue. Her body looks contorted and her fingers are long, ending in sharp claws that are covered in blood and flesh. The gurgling I heard is blood coming out of his neck and mouth as he's trying to breathe. My voice stuck in my throat. (laughs) Excuse me. My voice is stuck in my throat. My mom doesn't notice me until the man sees me and squeaks a help out. My mom turns her head at a sickening speed and stands up. Her bones cracking as she does. Andrew, what are you doing awake? Didn't you drink the water I gave you before bed, sweetie? She asks me like we're having a normal conversation. I stand there, not able to form words as I stare at the man dying on our garage floor. Blood is everywhere. I feel lightheaded and weak. What are you? I say weakly. I see black spots and succumb to the darkness. Was that another
0: dream, or was that a a new idea? It
1: was, yeah, and <laughs> that's why I said I I write them all down, so you mm. know.
0: Got this endless supply of ideas. Just
1: <laughs> Some of them are just too over the top, that I probably would never write. But yeah,
0: <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with over the top. I wrote something yeah. recently that I was like, should I have written that or not? And I was like, eh, fuck it, like I had to write it. Like,
1: no, I I'll tell you what though, I really enjoyed near death quite a bit. Um <laughs> especially the the aspect that you put in with like the Grim Reaper and stuff. That was like a like nice little twist that I really enjoyed as well.
0: Yeah, see that went for a few different incarnations. Like Grim Reaper's been in a couple of ideas, but Really, okay. That was the one that it finally kind of went right with. Like Right. Like I perfected him like by the second or third try. Yeah.
1: I liked it a lot I liked yeah. the incorporation
0: thanks for that. and yeah thank you very much for sharing your story as well mm-hmm. we'll add it to the collection yes um so yeah with that we we'll are get on to the book we're covering this episode um there will be spoilers for anyone who hasn't read this book before because it's hard to talk about all of it without that um so yeah consider this a little spoiler warning but the book we're going to cover is cadavers by ash eric moore and yeah um before we get started with it um do you want to say why you chose this one is there a particular reason why this one stuck out um or is that part of the conversation as no
1: <laughs> um so you know so with me like I said where I'm like newer to the community, I don't quite know exactly what exactly I like just yet. Um, as far as like I do now, but like in the beginning, obviously I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like the first book that I had read that has necrophilia in it. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I mean, maybe not the, yeah, I think it was the first, um, and it wasn't just the necrophilia. It was the aspect of, um, there being two people on kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum. Cause where, you know, Wes enjoys the company of a not alive person. He likes <laughs> yeah. dead women because they can't talk back and he can kinda make his own little
2: conversation. He yeah.
1: He does. <laughs> and that's what I <laughs> I thought that was really funny too. Uh but I I don't know it was and you know, judge me, may you not, may you will. I it doesn't even matter at this point. I know you won't, but I just mean yeah. whoever's watching, I don't
0: us. If I don't right? Judge for the I think
2: we're all uh, yeah. with puppies. <laughs>
1: um, but I don't know the the whole idea of just like them two clashing when, like I said, they're on like opposite ends of the spectrum as far as like she likes to have sex with them like while they're dying, whereas he wants them long gone. Mm. i don't know the whole aspect of it and just like the way he explains her like coming into her own was just sexy i don't even know how else to explain it because it's just like you don't you know most people are never going to come upon a situation like she did in the park to Mm. figure out that they like something like that you know yeah i
0: mean she even kind of takes note of it she's like well this is fucking weird like turns out i like killing and fucking at the same time like who knew yes i think Uh, the exact line is something like "Hmm, this is worth investigating
1: (laughs) yes yes she i and i mean you gotta think like as far as like something like that i mean it could very well happen and i mean because women do get attacked all the time so this isn't something that's like so far out of the woods as far as like a woman defending herself and then finding she actually liked the feeling of doing so you know hmm. so well, it
0: comes across as um very animalistic in the book the first time around because she's just mm-hmm. fucking smashing the fuck out of him like
1: well she enjoys the blood hitting her skin yeah you know so that yeah,
0: is like some weird transformation isn't it like like it's outside yeah. with a full moon sort of little <laughs> feeling to it like...
1: yeah and i i I liked how it was like the more blood and you know the more like almost lubrication if you will. It was like the more excited she got, you know. Yeah. And also, I I really enjoyed the fact that like she enjoyed feeling like their last heartbeat, you know, because yeah. that's if you've ever like watched, which I have, because like as outside of the extreme horror, I have always been like a true. True crime junkie to the max. Right. So, like, I've watched interviews with like serial killers and stuff. And, like, the reason that a lot of serial killers, the ones that like choke or strangle their victims to death, is because they are in control and they like to feel that last heartbeat. Hmm. Because, I mean, while you have your hands wrapped around somebody's neck, you'll be able to feel their pulse, especially if they're like <laughs> trying to stay alive. Their heartbeat is going to be so loud
0: wow, like hmm. i don't think she gave her much chance of staying alive in the book Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely all totally not.
1: but i mean and that's the thing too is i don't blame her like why are you you know it's because i mean right. if she wouldn't have defended herself where would she have been as yeah, far that's as
0: what i found interesting about that sort of um part two of the book when we introduced to um dolly is like it was a date right like she was right. like I thought this was going alright and then the fucker tried to rape me like yep so so it just yeah. it
1: just came to that that's what I thought was interesting too for sure cuz it's not like she like went on this date intending to like kill this man you know no. she went with an open mind trying to like actually date somebody and then he gets disgusting and she's like well you you want disgusting <laughs> I'll show you disgusting
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> good now
0: a weird little origin story isn't it just wrapped in a mm-hmm. chapter or two like by the end of which like i the really first enjoyed two that for
2: sure.
0: yeah because you're like she's like okay well, what's going on with me like i need to yeah. figure this out which like, it's a great approach to it
1: it is i mean could you imagine like being in a situation i personally it's just like wild to me to think about like being in a situation like that and like having defend, to defend yourself, whether it be, and not necessarily like in a case of like where she was about to be raped or possibly he was going to murder her. We don't know as far as that goes. Um, mm-hmm. But just like even like somebody coming in your home and breaking in your house and you having to kill them in self-defense, like imagine enjoying it. <laughs> like who do you go and talk to about that? Nobody. <laughs> you yeah. can't. You can't go talk to anyone and be like, "Hey, did you hear about like my yeah. house got broken into and I had to kill that motherfucker?" And guess what? I really got off on that. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Tell nobody that. No,
2: yeah. I
0: went you home can. and masturbated about it all fucking yeah. night. It was amazing. <laughs>
1: you can't. Yeah, you no. can't. You can't. <laughs>
0: well, that's why I thought the story worked so well because, like you said, like she's just she's discovering this kind of thing that she enjoys yep. killing people. Right, and then the book starts with Wes, who is digging up this grave in a long Wes... chapter. Yeah, he's the opposite, right? He likes dead yes. girls, but he's starting to think, "Oh, maybe I should sort of try a fresher dead girl." But like to begin with, he's more kind of into the dead dead. Right.
1: Girls. <laughs> well, I think the I think it was funny what prompted him to think like. I I would like them a little bit fresher, yeah, is the so... fact that like her bowels exploded. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The fact that he had to like clean his bed sheets, he was just like, "Fuck this shit!" Like I need <laughs> someone like, a little more ripe,
1: a little more. Well, because like technically, you know, with like dead bodies and stuff, there. Um, because fun fact, I I was a CNA for five years um so like i've had to clean up people like literally right after they pass and so your bowels and your bladder do expel after you yeah. pass away so i don't think he thought that was coming you know because he's probably <laughs> done this so many times before you know he did not expect his date to shit all over him like yeah. she did <laughs>
0: yeah. it's so Fucking Leanne, like, Jesus Christ, I only just dug you up. You're already causing trouble.
1: Lord. But... but Yeah,
0: like the fact that he was like, yeah, just kind of on the verge of finding someone more alive while mm-hmm. she's on the verge of kind of like killing people and then they clash. I thought it was a great setup. I like the structure of the book with it being well, his section, you... then her section. It just worked before really well. Before you
1: got to the end, like, who did you think was going to triumph?
0: Honestly, I thought, Dolly, I thought he didn't stand a chance. I was like, he's, from what we know about him, he's dug up bodies and he's good yeah. at it and he gets away with it, but he's right. never had to kill, as yes. far as I could understand.
2: No, but she was going right.
0: fucking wild. She decimated Stuart and yeah. loved every second of it. Like,
1: right. Yeah, I I definitely, I I thought so too. I definitely thought Dolly was going to be the come out, especially when she was like, almost like, you know, a predator looks at their prey. Like when they were at the bar, she's like feeding him drinks, you know, (laughs) she's like, let's go to my house. And I was like, you are, well, I mean, because he doesn't know who she is, you know, he has no idea about her intentions either. So it's just like,
0: No, I mean, he had, again, he had just gone to the supermarket, right? Was just kind of, like, having a look around and, you know, who am I going to kill? Oh, that girl looks like I could murder her. And then it's left. Like, we don't come back to that for five or six chapters as we learn about Dolly. Right. And that point then is, like, when it goes to her kind of knowing a bit about, Mm -hmm. like, thinking the same with him, you're like, dude, you're fucked. Like, this is not going to end well. Like.
1: Well, and I mean, like, you, and it's it's not even that, like, I also, I think people have to, like, think about, too, like, how strong you have to be to be able to, like, stab somebody. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, I think they, in the movies, they make it seem like a knife is just going to go inside someone, like, butter. So, not only is she, like, stabbing someone, she's, like... Mm-hmm eviscerating them and then like yeah. afterwards she had to like you know dismember his body and even <laughs> she said oh my god like fuck doing this again i'm not trying to do this again but she still did you know yeah, late,
0: later that day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole stuff with Stuart, i really enjoyed that whole interaction with her bringing mm. him back home and then like tying him up and he's like oh shit like brings out the knife yeah, the whole idea of just fucking killing him because he couldn't get it up in like such an extreme circumstance. You, yeah, you almost feel sorry for the guy at that point, but you're also kind of cheering Dolly on because she's I was finding say, herself. <laughs> now I'm the
1: evil one because I'm like, yes girl, get him, girl." Yeah, so <laughs> I was about to yeah. say I probably sound like the bad person because I was cheering her on the whole way. Like even with Wes I was like, "Kill that motherfucker!"
2: And it, <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> just because, like. And especially, like, with Ash's writing, like, he has a way to, like, I feel like make, like, a such a bloody and gory scene, like, get you hot and bothered. And I'm like, I should not be feeling this way about a scene like this. What the fuck is wrong with me? But, like, it just is what it is. And, like, I did thoroughly, like, enjoy, especially, like, not the first time... uh. I did enjoy the first time that she, you know, got rid of the guy that tried to attack her, but it was the second guy that I enjoyed
2: yeah, because well, that's when, humor. yeah.
1: Yes. Because that was when she like really, I felt like was like,
2: she really took accepted. control. Yeah.
1: And she was like accepting that this is who she was. And she like went all in, you know, yeah. like, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was premeditated as well. Wasn't it? Didn't she It was. Def- The plastic wrap over the bed nice and practical about it yes I'm going to kill some motherfucker I don't want to ruin the cleaning Yeah. yep which again mirrored him right because he fucked up in that aspect and right uh, where's like where's got his sheets dirty where she was like no no I've laid the plastic down it's all good
1: (laughs) no I but I mean and it's not even that like I feel like with him being I mean, when you're, I feel like both of them obviously have issues, but, like, I feel like as somebody that has issues, if you want to say that, like, you should be able to recognize when another person also has issues. So, Mm -hmm. like, the fact that he was totally oblivious to this girl, like, not even drinking her drinks and, like, feeding him, like, drinks, and, like, then on top of that was like, oh, yeah, come to my place, and he didn't think nothing of it, and thought, like, In his inebriated state, he was still going to like kill this girl in his house.
0: Well, that's why, yeah, that's why I thought he didn't stand a chance because he had no experience in this area. Digging up graves and dealing with live people are two very different things. Very. She might have only just started off, but she was kind of excited about it. She was, she was good at it, right? She, you know, she was planning these things. She had the little zip ties ready on the bed. She didn't hesitate, like
1: nothing. Like, yeah, well, because she was you got to think when you're so excited be, right? about that, you don't care exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, she was just kind of a pro straight away, like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and the irony is, she discovered it because some arsehole went to rape her in the park.
2: That part, that's the yeah.
1: part that I loved about it. Uh, like, I feel like, and that's the one thing I'll say too, like, about the whole book, I really enjoyed the introduction to her because it wasn't like oh well here's Dolly and this is how she is you know like Mm. we got like a backstory and I like I like backstories as like why people do what they do so Mm. like when a book starts with like trying to explain to you well this is why this person is this way I like that some people might Mm. not but I do I like that I'm a big fan of like character development when it comes to that so
0: yeah no I I like the characters in this book I think both Wes and Dolly were really well done like, very I like so. Ash's writing style. I always like his so short, sharp sentences. Like, mm-hmm. I see he gets shit for it sometimes, but I always really like it. I think it's very effective. And in yeah. a book like this, like, especially this section, where he's building up, like, because you don't really know what's going on. You know he's digging up a grave, but you don't right. really know what for. Those little short sentences and those little kind of one-word jokes as he's going, right. just, I think just creates such a good character. And you're just like, what the fuck is this guy up to? Like,
1: yeah, I, I feel like all his books are like that, though. And that's yeah, like,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, I and that's the one thing I like I said, I as far as like favorites in the community, as far as my like favorite writer so far, um, he's definitely up there. I mean, he's probably is my favorite as far as like his writing style, because like you said, it's just very like clean. I don't even mm-hmm. know how else to like i I asked
0: him about it um because i read extremities was the first one i read of his okay i enjoyed it and i was like dude like your sentences are like one two three words like short sharp like you know that's amazing i don't see anyone else do that and he's basically like you know you get shit for it sometimes but i was like it's so effective like i used i tried to write like that once and someone right. fucking destroyed me for it and I never went back to it
2: right. so seeing
0: someone do it but do it really really well I'm like just keep doing that like I like being able to read someone who's right. doing this completely different style and it suits his stories
1: I, 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 I agree I definitely agree because I mean even like I feel like even within Brute he like did well with like her character development before she went to the house so I'm, I'm also a fan. Of
0: that, like... That's another one where you're like, "Don't go into fucking house." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? But uh, I mean, of course, like he looked like he didn't look like the no, other. He's like an old slob. man. Yeah, no, yeah he, was, he looked yeah, like he was, a normal guy.
0: He was like an old man, wasn't he? Like, just yes, yeah.
1: But I will always say, I will say this until the day that I die: the only two people that you would not expect to hurt or kill you. Is old people and kids, so it's like, you know, you don't you don't think like this old man or this little kid isn't gonna kill, you know, isn't gonna hurt me, and then boom, they do. So it's just like, you know, and Uh, (laughs) so I mean, I I really did enjoy Brutho, and um, even the little twist at the end, I really enjoyed that. hmm. Uh, I didn't expect that. Like I thought it was just gonna be the one person, you know, not two people so mm. that was interesting
2: yeah it was good
1: and i think cool. um uh, i was gonna say too with rain i think her and eric's um uh, eric moore's writing is like super similar as far as like like you said the short sharp sentences she does that too
2: um yeah i've
0: only read i read um god i read insatiable and that had that um you'd mm-hmm. probably like insatiable uh, i
2: haven't read
1: that one yet
0: yeah i think you'd probably like that it's a very short one it's only a short story all of, uh, i feel
1: like all of her work's pretty short though i that's the one thing i like about her work too
0: yeah i read mcbang princess just the one that everyone's kind of read and i haven't really read that good. one either uh, i've read i feel like really, that's really good uh, that i one.
1: was gonna say is it a it's about a what is that about, that one? I haven't, yeah, I haven't even really looked about that.
0: Uh, it's about these two friends. That, um, they're kind of like thinking of some get rich quick scheme. And they like the idea of like eating online and making the money for people watching them eat. Right. So they pay for this like um, video to see how it's done. And yeah, it just goes like okay. in a direction they're not expecting. Um, but it's funny because you're basically kind of listening to these two girls kind of chat with each other. While this right. horrific shit's taking place, and it, oh like, you're just getting their reactions, but yeah, it works really well. Like I said, again, it's only a few pages, but I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I, it's definitely on my TBR. Um, I think with with Rain, I've read Boys Will Be Boys, uh, Triple X, um, one of my favorite, and that's why I said I think I have like a knack. Uh, and I, I think I like books about necrophilia, and
0: it's
2: <laughs> fucking weird. Well, it's
0: not so weird, right? So I put out the open call for the pod show for the podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was like, right, like, you know what? Who wants to come along and what do you want to read? So literally, the first one was like dead inside, which is like a dude <laughs> yeah. fucking her body all the way through. Then someone else was like someone fucking barbecuing a person. Oh my god there was yours which is cadavers which is like fucking dead bodies and then the one i'm doing next is also someone fucking a dead person so it's like the whole community is well into it <laughs>
1: well and like i really enjoyed uh the book from her called the embalmer
0: yeah i haven't read that one it's good good um cover really like minimalistic cover that i really like but you No,
1: and that's what i, I kind of like all her covers are like that and i do like mm. that about her she doesn't like do extravagant styles and stuff either.
0: Have you read uh, um Toxic Love yet from Christopher Triani?
1: No. Oh, um okay. like I was going to say one. the next book I have <laughs> on from him that I need to read is Body Art. I have not read that one
0: yet. Oh no, you love Body Art as well. Yeah. Oh, Body, I'm art, and <laughs> body art and Toxic Love are a good double bill. I'd recommend both of those.
1: Um and I was going to say I know I'm trying to I've read so many books at this point with necrophilia in them. I feel like, a, I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is because I think it's because for me, obviously, it's super taboo. Like, I am never obviously going to go out and fuck a dead body. <laughs> so, like, the fact that, and the, I mean, that's what this is all about. You know, I mean, I think with, like, us and our extreme books, we, like, that's what the whole point of it is, like, reading books that about or... Within, like, put ourselves, immersing ourselves in a book that, like, of something we're never going to do, or something yeah. that hopefully is never going to happen <laughs> to us. You know.
0: Did you like the fact in Cadaver then that Dolly was more into the violence than the death? Like, because she tried to watch necromance, no, necromania. She didn't like there? it. Yeah. And she didn't really like it. But when the violence started happening, then she was like, "Oh, maybe it's the well, violence I like." I...
1: And I was going to say, I think with her, it wasn't, like, she's not so much a necrophiliac as she is just liking, like you said, the violence and the blood. Like, you could tell Mm. she's really into just blood. She just likes the blood everywhere, all over her, like, (laughs) you know, so that's, and it's just, like, one of those things. And I think when I was reading it, it's so funny because, like, um, I got um, a signed copy of Talia from Daniel Volpe. And right,
2: so you got the
0: uh, blood makes the best lube.
1: (laughs) When I was reading it, I was like, hell yeah, girl. And that, you know, (laughs) that little line popped in my head. So I was like, that's really funny. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, because she's like grinding on him in this one, isn't she? Like, Mm because obviously, like, Stuart's fucking dead. And I think she's hacked his cock off by that point. But she's still just getting off on it all. Like, just the blood. Just the blood was like, yeah was good mm-hmm. enough for her yeah which is again why I thought he didn't stand a chance like um yeah. why I was didn't stand a chance because you know she was just more clinical about it all she just knew what she wanted
1: well and I feel like with him it was more so of like so with her it was just she just liked the violence and the blood and it wasn't even necessarily maybe the death of it with him with his necrophilia I mean, and and I don't entirely think that it was completely sexual with him um, from what I was like, from what I can gather from it. I feel like a lot of it was like, he just wanted somebody to be there for him. And he just didn't like to, it to be like a live person because he doesn't want to fool with people. So with the dead people, you know, the dead women, he could just make a conversation of his own and go about his business, have a couple nights or a week or whatever he wanted with her and pass her on. You know, it wasn't like
2: yeah.
1: he had to like make a huge commitment, like it is with a person and as fucked up and sad as it is, I think that man was just lonely. You yeah,
0: know, I, I got the same impression that he just wanted um maybe not a relationship, but just a, some right. affection and yeah. like he could make his own affection using the bodies where, Uh Yeah, she was just more wild.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, all around, I definitely gave it a five out of five. It just was my type of book, you know? I Mm. really enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a really good book. Like I said, I hadn't read it when you recommended it. I'd read all others of his. I think I'd read Tatters, like, a few days beforehand, and that was fun. So Yeah. Yeah, it was nice getting to read another one of his Like, he's... So he's prolific. He's got a lot of books out. But yeah, yeah,
2: and I
1: had to, I had to literally like stop myself, like whenever I, so whenever I first read *Brute*, I had to stop myself from going off the deep end. And what I say is (laughs) like, I had to stop myself from like reading all his books because Mm -hmm. it was like I wanted to give other authors a chance. So as of right now, I've only read four of his books. But he knows well, like, if it was up to me, I would have... All his books would already been read.
0: Um, yeah, I was the same with a couple of people at the beginning. I, I read a few people. I read, like, two, three books of theirs each month. And then I right. was like, no, there's so many other books. Like, I don't right. want to read the same person twice in a month. So I need to spread right. things out a bit more. because That's how I am, yeah. too much good stuff out there. Like,
1: There is, for the sure. The trouble with
0: that is you then kind of forget someone for a while and, like three months later oh shit I haven't read one of his books like in months
1: right
2: yeah
1: I I mean I I definitely with like certain authors though like Rain and Ash and you and um John Anthony. you guys are like my top tier so like there's just no room for me to forget about you guys like (laughs)
2: like
1: I said it's me trying to like I still haven't read *The Rot* by you, only because like I've read *Abby* and *Not for Kids* and *Near Death*, so it was like, no,
2: like same thing with you. Me. I was, yeah. I was
1: trying not to go off the deep end, so I was like, let me just like you know, because I have a ridiculous amount of books on my TBR. I just was like, I've got to try to get some of these books read and right now hell i'm reading three books at once i'm reading like two buddy reads and then a book on the side um because
2: well, right now i'm reading yes
1: yeah, so i'm reading succulent prey by Rath wrath james R- white hmm. and that's with a buddy read and then i'm also doing um ken of the Kin of Fallen, Kin of the Fallen, oh,
2: Kin of the Fallen, so good. I love. By
1: Carver pipes. Pike, and that's yeah. another buddy read. And then on my own, I'm actually reading Apnea by Jay Sizemore. Okay,
2: um, cool.
1: so apnea isn't like extreme poor, but it's, I mean, it's it's good so far. Wow. I'm about like, probably like uh almost halfway through the book, and just the whole concept of it is awesome. Like, I just, I like books that, like, I, that have, like, wild concepts that I don't, I haven't seen a lot of, you know, Mm. and that's, that book is kind of like that, because I don't just read extreme horror, like, I am also trying to, like, read, like, normal books in, in between my extreme which is kind of hard because I am so obsessed with like the extreme now you know
0: I remember last time I read a normal book now yeah I think since I read The Depraved like last March I don't think I've read a normal book since then
1: I feel and that's kind of what I was like thinking too like it's going to be hard for me to like go back to the type of books I read before because it's like it's not going to give me the same like satisfaction as the extreme books but I'm going
0: to try, mm. you know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of extreme stuff though like that's also just got other elements to it. like.
2: Right.
0: Like, King of the Fallen, for example, is a really good book. And it's extreme, but... Right. You know, it feels like you're watching a TV show as well. It feels very different to kind of other stuff that I'd read at the time. Right. And I haven't read that one from Ralph James White, but, like, I've read His Pain and Population Zero. Gotcha. And, you know, they both got Kind of interesting issues within them, especially population zero, but in yeah. a very extreme manner. So it's right, you do get kind of, you know, a bit of variety still with it.
1: And I mean, I like books that are like that, where you know, <clears throat> they're like I said, I told you, I like the extreme books that have a good story with them. And I oh. don't know about you, but like when I'm mm-hmm. reading a book i while i'm reading it like it's playing in my head like a movie and i and like i've talked to a lot of people about that and some people don't know what the fuck i'm talking about when i say that they're like i don't Um, even
0: i wrote scripts for 25 years that's how i view everything that's how i view
2: life (laughs) right
0: everything's just like got the negative run along the top for me
2: (laughs) because
1: i mean while while I'm reading it, it's literally playing in my head as a movie. And that's what I love about reading because I can do that. But apparently, like, not a lot of people can do that or they don't know what I'm talking oh, about when no, I say always,
0: every time I'm trying to review a book, I'm like, oh, it's like this film. I did it with yours right. today when I was recording the video earlier for yours. I was like, oh, it's like Cube meets Saw. Like, yeah.
2: It's just
0: how my <laughs> brain works.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Well, because you're a movie buff, too. You've seen a lot of movies, I I'm am. sure, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah too many which is why i get to read so many books now i need to catch up on the book front.
1: right yeah i i like i said my tbr pile is out of control but
0: mm. so i'm hoping just, to. Kind um of i just buy one at a time because i'm like if i start trying to read more books at once it's gonna go horribly wrong
1: i i can do like a couple books at at once as long as like I mean, I can read, like, different little parts of it, like, each day and be okay of each one. I mean, you know, so.
2: Yeah.
0: I oh, don't know. I haven't got the patience for that. I just plow through <laughs> a book, move on to the next one. Like, I could probably read an anthology in the background, but right. not an actual story. Like, I, I, yeah. can't, I can't go between two different stories anymore. Like.
1: Yeah. I know. I That's uh, just my, I, I'm a big multitasker. I've always have been. So, yeah. it's kind of easy for me to do
0: yeah um so yeah was there anything else with cadaver um i feel like we covered it quite nicely yeah i don't think there's anything there that i was uh... no i think we did cover pretty much everything um yeah the only other note i had was the very last line of the book i thought was really funny where she was, like, wondering if he was still hard after she'd killed him, like, whether post-mortem had settled in.
1: Yeah. You know, post-mortem, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that was a really good line to finish on.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Because, like, it's so far up the page as well, you're not sure if there's another chapter after it right. Oh, no, that's a good finish.
1: <laughs> no, I liked it a lot, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a book I'd recommend. I think anyone who's um, a fan of Asheric Moore, that I think that's one of the better books I've read of his so far. I think it's right up there. And, or just yeah, a just, fan
1: of necrophilia, period. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of that in there. And, yeah, it's <laughs> well written. Just I like the characters and yeah, yeah. It's an odd approach to it. I think like both character introductions right. are are really bizarre. They're not what you would expect. Yeah, kind of which
1: I enjoyed so, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's. It's not a chamber piece, but it really is just those two, really. Like, you've got a few people here and there that she kills, but the whole story really is just the two of them, but it is for most of it. Yeah, a lot of good stuff about it. I agree. Hmm. Um, So yeah, I think I've probably taken up a fair bit of your time now, so... Oh,
2: that's okay.
0: Uh, That's all right. Um, So yeah, thank you very much for coming along and Talking about cadavers, and for recommended it for me. I'm not sure when I would have got around to reading it otherwise.
2: You said to TV well, I'm glad you, yeah, I was gonna say
1: I'm glad you did then.
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: oh, I forgot to tell you yeah So I, I also have an um an official release date for Dolls on Godless. Oh,
2: okay, um, cool. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be May 15th for that ebook. As far as Amazon goes, I'm waiting on the proofs right now, so. Um, the release on Amazon may be a little bit sooner than Godless, but um, I'm doing primarily paperbacks on Amazon, so
0: oh, okay cool. yeah, I am trying to line up the paperbacks and the ebooks on amazon it's a fucking nightmare
1: yeah i <laughs> i was trying i was gonna try to like do the release on Amazon and Godless at the like the same day, but I just mm. don't think that's gonna work out because Amazon you just don't ever know really, so it's just mm. like. And I mean, you can do like the pre-orders for the ebook, but like you can't like set a day. I which I kind of don't like that. I wish you could set a day where like the the paperback goes live, but like it's kind of yeah. like once it approves it, it's out there, you know. Yeah, so... no
0: i I normally um I normally set the ebook day, and then about three days beforehand, I kind of confirm yeah. the paperback, and then sometimes it takes three days and they come out on the same day. Sometimes an hour later, I get an email, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, the paperback's out now."
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So. No, I, I, still haven't quite worked out how to get them at the same time, but I, I don't think know. anyone else. Yeah, I don't think anyone else has. Like, I always see everyone being like, "Okay, well, the fucking paperback's out, so go for that." Yeah, I'm just at this point, I'm, I'm not going to worry too much
2: about it. <laughs>
0: no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes for you. Like, it's, absolutely like hearing throughout the year about you writing the book and then yes. getting to read it. I really enjoyed it; I thought it was really good. Well, so.
1: I really appreciate it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm very pleased that you sent me an early copy, so I can here we go. Of course, of
2: course.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. Best of luck with it, and okay. I will make sure I stick the release date on this podcast as well, okay. so people can click a link and go and check out dolls.
1: Okay all right
0: excellent so yeah thank you very much for coming along and for chatting about cadavers with me yes and yeah i will be along again shortly with another
2: episode so thank you very much thank you bye